بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد my brothers and sisters we will speak about today one of the greatest of the sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a man who was known as the confidant of the rasul alayhi salam the secret keeper of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that was Hudayfa bin Yaman radiyallahu anhu Hudayfa bin Yaman radiyallahu anhu had a unique distinction he went when he first met Rasulullah he asked him he said Ya Rasulullah should I consider myself to be a muhajir or an ansari and the reason he asked this question was because his father was actually from Makkah and Hudayfa was born in Makkah and then his father killed somebody in Makkah and as a result he had to leave and flee and he went to Yathrib and stayed there Later on that matter was settled and resolved and he was free to return to Makkah but he liked to live in Madina, in Yathrib. And Hudayfa was born in Makkah but when his parents moved to Madina, he also moved to Madina. His parents were among the first people to accept Islam and so also was Hudayfa and they accepted Islam before Rasulullah made Hijrah. So that is how when he met the Prophet Wasallam, he asked him, should I call myself a Muhajir or an Ansari? Rasulullah said, you can call yourself a Muhajir or an Ansari, whichever you like more. So he said, Ya Rasulullah, I, will, I would like to be known as an Ansari. Now Hudayfa, as I mentioned, he was called the secret keeper of Rasulullah because this was his quality. Now if you see Rasulullah Wasallam, uh, his leadership style uh, the way he picked people Rasulullah had this unique ability to pick people uh, by their strengths and he gave specific jobs to specific people because of their talent and because of their ability in that area he did not give the give any job to the senior most or somebody who was closest to him or somebody who was the most pious or who prayed the most tahajjud or who prayed who gave the most sadaqa or he gave jobs and responsibilities based on the talent and the ability of that individual to fulfill that responsibility for example he gave the command of the army to khalid bin walid now we are not differentiating between the sahaba but Nobody will argue that Abu Bakr as-Siddiq who was closer to Isa Sallam has a higher status with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his, and his Prophet sallallahu than Khalid bin Walid. But Rasulullah did not give the command to Abu Bakr as-Siddiq He gave the command to Khalid bin Walid. Because in the matter of warfare, in the matter of strategy, Khalid bin Walid had, had the kind of knowledge and the kind of ability that was not matched by anybody else. Even though there were other people who were also good warriors and so on. But Khalid bin Barid was unique. And we know the result of Rasulullah's selection, how good that selection was. So similarly, he gave the title of Aminul Ummah to 
Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah radiallahu anhu. He chose him for that, for his amana, the way he was trustworthy. And similarly, Hudayfa bin Yaman radiallahu anhu was chosen for his ability to keep secrets. Now, among the things that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam confided in in Hudayfa bin Yaman radiallahu anhu was the names of the munafiqun in Medina, the hypocrites in Medina. And as you know, this this issue of hypocrisy was only in Medina and Makkah. It was not there. In Makkah, those who opposed Islam did that openly, and those who were for Islam did that openly. In Medina, there were those who opposed Islam openly, but there was one bunch of people which was uh, headed by Ubay bin Salul, uh, which on the face of it, they were Muslim, and they prayed the five salah, salawat behind Rasulullah in Masjid Nabawi al-Sharif. Abdullah bin Salul used to do this whole drama. As soon as Nabi Sallallahu came, he would stand up. He would say, everybody, everyone silent. Listen to the Prophet Sallallahu He is going to speak. You know, as if people are not going to listen. So he used to do all this drama. So there was this bunch of people. Now, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala revealed the names of those people to Rasulullah Sallallahu So he knew who they were. And he confided and in those names he... he told them only to Hudayfa bin Yaman anhu, and he said keep this and do not tell anybody. And Hudayfa bin Yaman anhu, was known to be like a steel trap. Nothing came out from him. To the extent that Umar bin al-Khattab anhu, many times he used to ask him, please tell me, help me. He said no, this is this is the amana of Rasulullah I will not tell you. There's an interesting incident where one day, Umar bin al-Khattab said, Okay, at least tell me among the governors that I have appointed. When this is in the Khilafah of Umar bin al-Khattab. He said, Among my governors, is there anyone who is a munafiq? Hudayfa bin Yaman said, There is one. So, Umar said, Umar said, Who is that? He said, I won't tell you. Then, Hudayfa bin Yaman himself says, that a few days later, Umar ibn al-Khattab dismissed that individual. And he said, it was, wallahi, it was like Allah guided him to that man. He dismissed the right man. Even though he had not, he had no uh, information of that from Hudayfa William Yaman One of the famous or probably the most famous incident of Hudayfa William Yaman which you have all heard, is a beautiful story. Relating to the Ghazwa of uh, Khandaq, Ghazwa al Ahzab, where Abu Sufyan, under his leadership, the Quraysh came with an army of 10,000 people, 10,000 soldiers, which was comprised of, of the Quraysh and the Hawazim, who were all different tribes of that area of the Hejaz. So they came and they, and then, as we know, on the advice of Salman al Farsi, Rasulullah. He himself participated in the digging of this trench and there are so many beautiful stories associated with that. I won't talk about that now. But this trench was dug uh, so the army could not cross over from the side of... Uh, couldn't cross over into Medina. Now, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala... And Allah, Allah revealed Quran about this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent uh, His forces... In this case, it was a, it was bitter cold. It was a very, very dark night and it was heavy winds, which uh, blew away their tents and put out their fires and all the cooking pots were 
thrown helter skelter and some of their uh, mounts uh, horses and camels they died and all that so at that time the sahaba also were affected by this cold and they were all huddling and hudayfa radhiyallahu says that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam walked through the lines of the sahaba he said there were only about 300 of us who were left because the munafiqin all ran away then he said that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam went from person to person and then he said he came and stood near me and he said i was literally hiding in a trench he was i said i was bitterly cold he said it was so dark that you could not even see your fingers if you held your hand in front of your eyes it was so dark absolutely no light of any kind so he said rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam called me he said hudayfa so hudayfa then said i tried to pretend to be asleep or something so i didn't answer then he called again so he said now i answered he said hudayfa he said yes ji rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said get up he got up he said go to inside the force of the army he said cross the trench go into the enemy and get me intelligence something is happening there i want to know what's going on and then he said make sure when you go there that you do not do anything other than listen and come back don't take any action don't do anything to anybody now hudayfa radhiyallahu said i was shivering my teeth were chattering and then he said rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam made dua and he said oh allah protect him from the front from the back from the right from the left from above and from below hey eh? and he said subhanallah as soon as rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that he said it was as if i was encased in something he said all the fear that i was feeling in my heart disappeared and he said for me there was no cold the cold just vanished for me and i was completely comfortable then he went he had his bow and arrow and so on obviously he was dressed for war so he had his armor on he went there now when he went there he said i saw these people all soldiers were all sitting in a line they were all in a circle they were all sitting next to each other and so he said i also went and sat down and then he said abu sufyan at that time was not muslim radhiyallahu anhu he said he stood up and he addressed the people but he said before he talk, before he said anything he said i am afraid that whatever i say will be carried back to muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so so check who is sitting next to you right so now hudayfa bin is sitting in that middle of the army next to the man see the presence of mind so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides hudayfa bin yaman radhiyallahu anhu as soon as i heard him say check who is next to you he said i grabbed the hand of the man next to me i said who are you right <laughs> he said i grabbed the hand of the man next to me i said who are you so he said that man got into me he got frightened he said what he said i am so and so matter was over so nobody asked him who are you and then abu sufyan started then abu sufyan said to the people he said look we have been here we have camped here all this while the banu khuraida who were supposed to help us they have disappeared we are in deep, very very deep trouble we are extremely our, our animals are dying we have you know our tents are blown away and it is cold and the wind abu sufyan said i am going whoever wants to come with me come as far as i am concerned this thing is over so he stood up and he mounted his camel he hit his camel the camel stood up and abu sufyan started off 
حدیفہ بن یمن رضی اللہ عنہ سیز ہی سیز واللہ آئی واز سو کلوز ٹو ابو سفیان دیٹ ایف آئی وانٹیڈ ود ون ایرو آئی کوڈ ہیو فنشڈ ابو سفیان دیر واز نو وے ابو سفیان کوڈ ہیو مسڈ بٹ ہی سیز آئی ریمبرڈ واٹ رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سیٹ ٹو می سو آئی ڈنٹ ڈو اینی تھنگ اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ حکمہ اللہ وانٹس ٹو پرزرو ابو سفیان رضی اللہ عنہ فار مینی ادر تھنگ سو ہی ڈی ناٹ الاؤ ہم ٹو بی کل سو ہی سیڈ آئی ریٹرن ٹو مسلم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ایٹ دیٹ ٹائم ہی سیڈ رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم واز واز پرینگ ہی واز ان سلا اینڈ ہی واز اسٹینڈنگ آن اے بلینکیٹ ہی سیڈ وین آئی کیم کلوز ٹو ہم ہی سگنل ٹو می ٹو لائی ڈاؤن نیئر ہز فیٹ سو آئی وینٹ اینڈ لے ڈاؤن نیئر ہز فیٹ اینڈ ہی پوٹ اے پارٹ آف دا بلینکیٹ اے کارنر آف دا بلینکیٹ اوور می اینڈ ہی سیڈ آئی واز ایبسولوٹلی وارم اینڈ comfortable lying down by the feet of Rasulullah sallallahu and then of course he told Nabi sallallahu the whole story and, and then you know the rest of it happened subhanallah now the takeaways from this is one of course is the importance of being of protecting the secrets of people right if somebody tells you something in confidence then that must not this is part of amana this is part of the iman of the muslim if somebody says something to us in confidence then this must not leave us no matter what right without the permission of that same person who told us uh, may allah protect us some people are some, some some of us are like broadcasting corporations you know if you want something to be known tell it to that person and you can be sure the whole community will know in 10 minutes That's very bad. It is a, it's a sign of, of lack of faith. May Allah protect us from this. So, Hudayfa bin Yaman was like this. He completely, totally trustworthy. Whatever Nabi Sassam said to him, remained with him. Didn't go anywhere. The second thing also is the issue of actual physical courage. Uh, these stories are easy to tell. But imagine, put yourself in that place. In You are, you are Rasulullah is telling him to go into the army of the enemy. absolutely certain that if he is discovered he will die there is no other thing that can happen to him yet he has that faith in allah that faith in the dua of rasulullah sallallahu that he goes in there without any fear at the end of the day you are a human right huh? at the end of the day is human and nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam made dua okay he made dua alhamdulillah But it's still my neck, you know. But he has this kind of yaqeen on this dua of the Nabi alayhi salam. Alhamdulillah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam made dua khalas. I go, I do my work. Third thing is the presence of mind. Imagine that. Now this whole thing of, you know, I, I laughed so much when I read that. He said, he said check the man next to you. Udhaifar instantly grabbed the man. Who are you? <laughs> Imagine that. Without that presence of mind, he could have been discovered, right? So also presence of, in, especially in the face of danger, when you, you are worried about so many things, to have the presence of mind, do the right thing. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to develop these qualities. These things don't happen overnight. They don't happen just like that. They don't happen by reading books. It happens by discussion, by facing situations, by you know, giving ourselves and our people responsibility to learn this. Because all of these qualities of Sahaba Rizwan are things which are very useful, very beneficial to people at any time of life. It's not only meant for those days. And you don't have to be in a war situation for this to help you. 
Presence of mind is good any, at any time. Right? Your life does not need to be threatened for you to have presence of mind. Presence of mind is a beneficial thing at any time. And so also is courage, so also is keeping confidences. All of this is very, very good human uh, qualities which are qualities of leadership and which help us in any situation. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to develop these qualities, to help us to do that and to enable us to be uh, people who are beneficial to all those around us and to be role models for society.